tradition of excellence dating back to 1859. Let's continue that excellence here. Welcome back to Chatting at the Sea. I'm, of course, your host, Ben Beckman, joined by John Franta. Franta, how's it going today? It's going pretty well. How are you doing? It's good to be here. You know, we're at summer school, you know, we never can escape, never get away. Eh, it's, not bad. it's not bad. Yeah, we. I don't think we want to get away. That's the problem. That's our problem, though, is, is we don't want to escape. We just want to help. <laughs> Do what we can. Do what we can. Just add to the greater good. Help these kids out. Get them where they need to be. So, show's going to be, uh, we did yesterday, we did our, our little trial run of, of yep. playing some League of Legends. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of uh, esports and stuff later on, but we'll start with our first question we do for every single episode. Uh, what makes Central such a special place? For me, Central's a special place for me because my dad taught here a long okay. time ago. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, he was only here for like four or five years. His heart was in uh, Benson. Okay. Uh, yeah, he came from Benson and then here and then back to Benson. Mm-hmm. And he really enjoyed it. He had a good time with that. Um, so I always heard the stories and the traditions that were here um, when I was a little kid. So it kind of all came back together because I got my first teaching job was at Monroe yeah across the street from Benson from Benson so I got so I got to see a little (laughs) bit of that but it was kind of cool to uh to kind of like then come here and then like oh I understand that now I get that yeah so so that that's what makes it special for me that's really cool to see that connection though of like your dad spoke about it and you're like ah whatever and then you really get to experience it though after what what years was he here 90s 90s even 20 30 years later to see that those same like things or those that same allure yeah just just a, it's crazy just a little bit here or there i think that's cool that's awesome you don't you don't hear those stories especially yeah. like the way way you had went and, and gone through here now a little bit about this show with some of our other questions i used since you're a bmit teacher i used some technology to write these questions i used chat gpt to write all of our questions today right. i did have some prompting of it is AI. Those who are at home and are afraid of AI is going to ruin our lives and the robots will take over and Will Smith will save the world. I did give it a little bit of, of background so it knew some things to go here. So as you look through these, these have all been written by a computer. A little bit of changes by me, but this is all chat GPT questions. So our first question, tell us a little bit about your journey from your previous profession to becoming a teacher. You did What inspired you to make this career change? Uh, honestly, it was my kids. Um, what happened was back in, uh, when my daughter was in elementary school, who she's now 21. Mm -hmm. So when she was in elementary school, um, I'd done a lot of jobs and I was really good at the business world doing, um, I worked for the Omaha Symphony. I worked did marketing for movie theaters. I did marketing for movie companies. I did print ads. I did all this stuff. and. I started doing volunteer work at the elementary school. So what we then started to do is the elementary school principal asked me to start the program called Watchdogs. Okay. Do you know of it? Mm -mm, No. Watchdogs is dads of great students. Okay. That's a great, great like title or tagline there. (laughs) So, but basically it's, uh, it's for all schools, but they wanted at the elementary school father figures. Mm-hmm. in students' lives, like waving to kids as they're coming into school, oh, okay. like helping with traffic flow, yeah. reading, 
Then you stay throughout the school and you'd be in unpaid aid or whatever. Gotcha. You know, I'd play in gym class with some kids. Some kids just needed a male to talk to, a yeah. dad, dad figure to talk to. And it's just, I did gym classes. I did uh, science classes. Just roamed the hallways, going in and out of classrooms, doing things for teachers that they needed. Wow. But it was in essence there. Then, um, the principal had to say, you're volunteering here more than you're working. Are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and some teachers are like, you need to get paid for this. Just, yeah. So I'm like, fine. Then I became a para. Okay. Getting paid for it. They're doing the same things. And then, then they're like, you know, you're a good para, but you know, if you were a teacher, you would really make some impact. I'm like, but I'd have to go back to school and yeah, I'd have to yeah. go and do that. And ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> they, they pulled your arm very easily. Yeah, it was like, you were. It, it just kind of seemed like it fit. And then I know your next follow-up question is going to be, well, did you ever think about being a teacher? Dad being a teacher. Mm-hmm. My mom was mm-hmm. a teacher also. By God, I was not going to be a teacher. Yeah, that in the blood thing is like a really like a real thing, though. Like, oh, I know it, it is. And so but it was I was dead set against it. And everybody's like, you're so good at it. You're so <laughs> good. The way you talk to people, the way you express yourself. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm like, all right, fine. I'll 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 go for it. Yeah, that's wild. I tell it to my son, who's now only two. But I'm like, you're not going to don't be a teacher. <laughs> I know. It's like <laughs> you but, should maybe do something else. But if it's in your blood, like that calling just brings you in. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It, it, it literally just became a domino effect. That's wild, especially to, to follow that track of like literally going from volunteering in a school to then, hey, like you love this enough. You should totally do this type of thing. Yeah. Well, what you teach, though, is, is even kind of a wild part. Teaching Adobe products to kids to me sounds like the most difficult thing in the world. Like me teaching history and explaining historical things is like brains are exploding and wires are crossing. But like teaching even teaching premiere or anything like that. I, I think to myself, that's like chaotic. So how are you able to teach those products when they, they are so complex? How are you able to teach those pro the Adobe suite, even though it's a very difficult thing to run? I start, uh, well, I'm technically I'm learning it myself because it changes monthly. Yes. Mm-hmm. There are constant updates to it. And every once in a while I'll have to call it and say, Hey, this changed. So therefore, we need an update and yeah. we need to do this, this, and this. I'm constantly learning. Before classes, I'm watching videos constantly. It's all the same how-to videos that you would watch to try try to figure something out. I, I'd have to watch. And it's a constant. I'm always learning. I'm constantly reading. I'm constantly trying to figure out things. I'm looking at things and like, okay, how do we do this? And how can I incorporate it? So I'm trying to learn the more advanced stuff. So I have to start with picking out those key components that would lead a student to their own learning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the great things about it. Cause like the first thing I teach is um, Adobe express, which is a shortcut. I call it Canva on crack. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah. Because it, 
but it has a little bit of video it has a little bit of imagery a little bit of poster making a little bit of this a little bit of that Mm -hmm. and so i start with that and we start talking about how you can't just take an image and off the internet and just go with it it's like how would you make your own image how would you make a poster using stock images and make it adjust to what is yours Mm -hmm. and that's how we start then that kind of opens up a little bit of a floodgate because people start thinking like, hold on, if I take this picture that is just of a background or whatever, and I start adding in this and cut away, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Then they're thinking in that process. And and you and I, like I use Canva all the time and I don't use Adobe Express, but Canva, the same idea, you deconstruct an image. It's like, okay, like it looks like it's all, it's all together, but it's like, okay, these are several layers Mm -hmm. to make this. You you guys did the, I know you did some of the posters for some of the plays and things like that too. Like, yes, you have this image of Romeo and Juliet or whatever it may be, but then how do you take that and do something with that to make it engaging? Yeah. And and then it's the, Hold on, is that copyrighted? Is is yeah. <laughs> where'd you get that part of it from? What we don't like to talk about and don't like to focus on <laughs> is that hey, that's not legal. <laughs> well, yeah, and it, and it all comes down comes down to it. It's like uh, students always ask, "Well, can I use a picture of Batman?" I'm like, "Can you use DC's Batman, or can you just use Batman?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm just in art class, I can draw a picture of Batman because that's my Batman. Yes. I can't call it DC's Batman or whatever. So it, that starts to strike a little note home. Yeah. And then they start thinking, oh, so I can draw it. I just can't label it as this. Yeah. And then we, we go in a lot further and then we get, get into like the that that's the beginner then i try to jump into like illustrate and create shapes create mm-hmm. images start mm-hmm. one of the first projects that i have them do is i trace have them trace over the central seat okay with straight line okay yeah. and then they have to arc them themselves and get the right curves and yeah. angles I love and that. put their own twist on on it and then we get into photoshop I need, I need that shading. C though. I need you to send them those so <laughs> I can use those things so I can steal them for my own imagery. Oh yeah, definitely. That's super cool. That's really, so then Photoshop started to interrupt. Yeah. And then we just roll right, right into Photoshop wow. and Lightroom and mm-hmm. start changing everything. And one of the things I tell them to do is I'm like, all right, I want you to take SpongeBob, put him in the hallway, but make him look like he belongs there. Yeah. And they're like, what? I'm like, well, if you take, anybody can copy and paste a picture of SpongeBob, but can you yep. remove the background from SpongeBob? Can you make it, make it the lighting match? Can the map, where the lighting comes from? And they're like, what? Oh. And it's like, oh, and just, then you got that. Then all of a sudden you have a picture that putting the, the next day you'll have them putting a picture of themselves on the beach with the sun on their face and whatever. Yeah. And it's like, how'd you learn to do that? Oh, I just did it myself. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's cool because it's those stepping stones of knowing that, okay, I need to start here. And then I, I, you're learning that creative process and then you're working your way through it. Cause there is some overlap between some of these Correct. programs too. Yeah. And they all work the same. They all kind of adhere to together. And I always tell them, I'm not going to show you how to do everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're going to have to do it. I have a couple of students that literally 
they'd do the assignment, they'd rush through it, they'd just get it done, they'd know it, and then they'd have a tutorial up. I wouldn't even have to do it. It's like they've got their own stuff. They they're making their own YouTube channels. And they're like, yeah, need their own intro. Yeah, and that's the great part about that, though. <clears throat> and I found through this project is. There's so many tutorials and so many chances. There, there's a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of jobs in this field of learning how to use these products. Knowing these skills and knowing how to put this all together is a hugely applicable thing for the future. And we've got kids who are 15 years old learning this. And didn't you have a student this summer to design T-shirts at a uh, oh, yeah. place? Yeah, yeah we, I've had a couple design T-shirts. I've had a couple uh, do a few other things just the podcast club one of the per- people came up and said what do you think about this as a podcast club logo and i'm like well it's not up to me it's up to that club it's up mm-hmm. to this person it's up to that and it's like everything you everything a student creates i will tell them it's good i'll give you suggestions on when it when how to improve improve it yeah because you can't just criticize somebody's art that's the hardest thing about for an art teacher. It's like, I really like that, but the shading's off here or whatever. How do you change it? How do you, I'm, I'll give those type of suggestions, but it's just, that's the difference between sitting with the social studies teacher that knows Yeah, it's everything. not factual. It's not black and white. It's Correct. very, very much gray. And especially like you said, which is great when they're using these things in the real world, you have a client who wants a logo for their say podcast they're going to give you suggestions and then you're going to make it. And then it's okay. Can you take that feedback and then keep rolling for whatever they wanted with that design? And those are hugely applicable skills. Correct. Yeah. Uh, the student that did the, uh, road show mm-hmm. student mm-hmm. did the road show poster. Yeah. I made it an assignment for everybody in the class. Okay. And <laughs> I said, all I had from Mr. Mead was, the theme and a couple of other ideas and i went and got some of the old roadshow posters showed them i showed them what i liked what i didn't what i liked what i didn't like Mm -hmm. and i said don't you dare make one of these i want to see something new yeah here's the theme and then for that one student that got their design got picked cursed at me for getting picked because then (laughs) open the door oh uh, well no it didn't open the door it's like all of a sudden mr mead and two other students that are in charge of it were like saying can we do this change can we make this change and i'm like we knew that was going to happen it's still Mm -hmm. your design yeah they needed to fit their need because it's their product you're making it for them correct and And that's even where you get into the point of saying okay contracts say you can have x number of changes from the original correct that type of thing another learning experience everything fell into a learning experience this student does want to go into art so therefore it was a great thing that they had to figure out, oh. That's how this like, works. That's the process. Of that's it all. the process. And that's it's great. like quite often you're you're in a room and you walk your computer with an iPad over and you say, all right, what do you like? And they will literally X read up your paper or read up your thing and say, all right, now you got to go do this. I'm yeah. Like, all right. Then you go again. Yeah. That's how it works. That's the process. Yeah. That's great. Those are like wildly i love that because it's something that like me myself doing stuff for this podcast or for events and things to do that and then get that feedback and then go from there is is Mm -hmm. just huge just huge well of course you stick with your technology theme you're of course as well the coach of the new esports team 
very exciting new addition to Omaha Public Schools. So how did you get into this area? How, how eSports, I mean, if, if, if we would put an ad up on the internet that we need an eSports coach, like, you're here. I mean, how... How did you get Fate. there? <laughs> Fate? Fate. Um, you know, it, it was just funny because I we sat there. It was one of the first days of school at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And Lockin stood up there. I didn't know who he was or anything. He's like, we're going to have an opening for an eSports, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that just sounds cool. How can I do that? Yeah. So So after the meeting, I'm like... I'm interested in that. Well, what do you mean interested? And I'm like, I play games. And I said, I play games four hours a night. That's not an exaggeration. Yeah. I play four hours a night. And I would love for this chance. You know what we're playing? He's like, I know nothing. Lockin like, probably like jumped for joy and clicked his heels. Yeah, in he his was office. like, he was like, got you down. And so <laughs> the next day, and like he's going down, and it's like, I want you to come to the coaches' meeting, and we're gonna do. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. He's like, you're the only one that expressed interest, and I'm like, really? I thought I'd have to beat somebody out. Yeah. And then uh, as it started going, teachers started coming out of the woodwork, like you're really doing something. Yeah. Like, huh. like kids are talking about this. First meeting we had had for for it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. It was huge. Uh, then they made the announcement that they tanked half the games, which dropped it down to like sixty. It's okay. Which better than uh, five? Yeah. Uh, no. mm-hmm. Well, and then with our tech problems and computer uh, issues, we away. were starting. It slowly shipped that down, but we ended up with a good thirty thirty ish. I'd say, I'd say 20, 20 good students that were there every day. Um, Some floaters between. Yeah. Uh, floaters in between, and it's trying trying to get a feel for everything. Yeah. We ended up with that, and we did really well. We did really well. Um, I had two assistant coaches that just listened to everything that I asked them to do. And mm-hmm. You mentioned League of Legends. Mm-hmm. So four of our five players in League of Legends started in January, and we made national playoff. Yeah, you don't want to. Uh, it's the eagle way. Let's put it to that. But as well, it's the hard work. Yeah. Of, I mean, yesterday on League of Legends train, yesterday we played League of Legends, and you and I together played a game, and and we talk about strategy and things like that. It's practice. It's mm-hmm. like anything else, any other sport you're doing. It's the practice of okay, what is the strategy here? Okay, are you going to punt on fourth down? Are you going to throw the ball more? Are you going to only run the ball? That's same thing in, in League of Legends. Same idea. Are you gonna are you going to be aggressive and attacking? Or are you going to go the other ways? Like developing those is so crazy to see, and that's a testament to the practice they did to get there. Exactly, and it was hammering down. It's like just like every other sport. I had those kids that I'd be like saying, "You have to do this. You need to do this. Look there. Do you see that?" And Good then criticism. you've always had that frustration of that one one or two players that would just get up and have to walk out. Because I mean, like even at football, it's like I got to take a minute, I got to take a breather. I just, yeah. I just need to get away. And because it just, I always call it the computers do exactly what you tell them to do, but not what you want them to do scenario. Yep. <laughs> because it's like I did not click that. Well, it happened. So therefore, 
it did happen. So, and I have to watch their hands. I watch their mouse movement. I watch how they hold their mouth. Mm-hmm. I watch how they have their screen. I watch how everything is. It's yeah. like I analyze everything from beginning to end. Uh, when a match goes, the biggest thing about esports is I compare. If you were comparing it to football, mm-hmm. you're yelling at your players while the game's play, being played or whatever. Middle of the game, timeout. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For esports, the second it starts, it is silent. I cannot say a word. Yeah. Players, the players have to make those plays. The players have to remember everything. And I'm making notes. I'm doing whatever I can. And the second that match ends, I've got like five minutes to spill everything and mm-hmm. say exactly what the opponents are doing this is how we're going to counter it if they come in with this this is what we're going to do yeah i have set amount of times and the kids we all we all adjusted to it really fast they it's like the second the match ends you got to wipe out everything that just happened it's like all right ready for round two how are we going to fresh game yeah it's a fresh start every single time you Im- you imagine how that would cha- change the dynamic of any sport though <laughs> like if you couldn't call a timeout in football you had they had to run their own plays like that. That would be huge. You are, oh, yeah. It is. A, it is. A, you were thrown in the deep end. You have to really know how to play this and learn how to play this. Once it's over, we can talk, and then we can. Go. It's like it's wild to think of like how they're in the woods so much. Yeah, and how that's different than other sports. And it's think of it like breaking formation. Mm-hmm. Overwatch is a formation-based game. Mm-hmm. It's like you have your tank up front, who's your heavy hitter and can take a lot of damage. Your DPS and your healers. Now, where do you put them? How do you formate them? Now, each character has a different build, so therefore, you're depending on who you are depends on where you're going to stand. Yeah, and I push that all the time. It's like you need to do this. This is your role. This is what your job is. Yeah, and it's like. You're not going to be the quarterback and a wide receiver. You can't be those two roles at the same time. (laughs) I have some students that literally in games, you're a little bit more versatile, but they go out of their way. And I'm like, and I just have to watch Mm -hmm. the train wreck happen in front of me. Keep your mouth shut and just. And and hope that that somebody else calls it out because I, I can't say anything. Yeah. And I had a senior last year. He was a wrestler. He joined our Overwatch team late, mm-hmm. and I had him down because he was all in before winter break. I mean, and yeah. he's like, I'm going to go do wrestling. The second that's over, I'm coming into eSports. Sweet. Love that. And so I'm like, all right. I was filling him in on everything that we were doing here, and he came in, and it was like fit directly in with the team changed the dynamic and treated it like the sport that it is and he was like calling out he was yelling it was like he was being that wrestler like when you're when you're yelling at your teammate for what to do and everything Mm -hmm. he brought that in and it was changed the whole dynamic changed everything and it was like somebody finally helping me out great testament to how those skills come across how some people criticize this saying esports all oh, you think of kids at home in their basement playing video games definitely not what this is you have to have leadership skills you have to learn you have to take feedback you have to take criticism and, and so cool to see somebody taking something from wrestling and it being hugely applicable to esports 
let's take a quick step away from our episode with John Franta to talk a little Eagle shout-outs. Of course, the Eagle shout-outs are brought to you by the Central High Foundation. Shout-out to the Foundation for all the work they're doing to give back to Eagle Nation. If you've not become a Generation C member yet, make sure you go to chsfomaha.org to become one today. Our first shout-out goes to the boys' soccer team. Coach Webb is hosting the first annual alumni tournament uh, for players from the 90s, 2000s, and 10s. I'm sure they'll take some of the 80s, too, to return to the nest. They're planning to have seven-on-seven matches with 20-minute halves. Um, If you don't want to play, you can always attend and join. The event will be on September 2nd at 12 p.m. Reach out to Coach Webster for more information. Shout out to the uh, Central fans and alumni who attended the Sams and Briggs Memorial game for the Central Eagles baseball team. It was an awesome night of baseball and camaraderie. It was great to have uh, so many awesome fans there to support that program. And uh, good night for an Eagle victory. Our last shout out goes to all the fall and winter sports teams that are putting in the work for their upcoming seasons. This summer, I know softball and football. Basketball and volleyball are all putting in tons and tons of work. Uh, the OC Broadcasting team will be featuring the fall teams in their fall sports showcase on August 3rd from 4 to 6 p.m. That'll be streamed live via YouTube. You'll see Coach Franton there. You'll uh, meet the new football coach and some of our awesome coaches here at Central High. Let's get back to our episode. Take us through what kind of impact has this had on students because you think of those who may be on this, this is a whole new sport that is going to impact not your quote-unquote stereotypical athlete. What kind of impact has it had on the students you had so far? The biggest impact, honestly, I haven't, this is a funny story, I haven't seen it, but I have seen, I've had other teachers come up to me and just say, you turn my, turn the kid around. Yeah, wow. It's like, it's like they were on the bridge of failing, they now have a B. Yeah. And I'm like, which student is this? And they're <laughs> like, they just said they have to make grades for esports. And I'm like, yeah, they have to make grades. Mm-hmm. That's um, great. And it's like, it's a privilege. It's like, it's a sport. I had one student that I said, you don't, you can't walk through the practice door until this grade comes up. And I would leave some days and they're there in the, cafeteria studying with the tutor was that student getting their grades up yeah and a lot of students have expressed how social they've become that's important because like 50 percent of my students are those i call them the dungeon dwellers the kids who play games in their basement Mm -hmm. it's like they don't want to talk at school they just want to go home play games but now i'm putting them with those exact other kids and all of a sudden, this these introverts are becoming extroverts because they're around their own. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be judged for li- liking this game. I'm yeah. not going to be judged for this. It's a, it's a home. It's it's a place to belong is what, what you Correct. Can call it. Yeah. And then one one Monday, I came in and I was just having a rough day, and there was they were all super happy and everything else. It turned out they all went bowling that weekend. That's awesome. And wow. I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second and they, they all went bowling. And then I, then later in the season, they're like, we're going to start our own D and D campaign. I'm like, what? Yeah. And it's like, all of a sudden it started becoming a brotherhood. It started becoming intertwined with everything else. And I mean, yeah, we had infighting. I mean, any team any does, team does mm-hmm. but it's like, I was just like, you know what? Listen, 
welcome to a family. It's like everything that we do, it's, you won't get along with everybody in your team. Yeah. That, that's a given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In life. In, yeah, life. It, I said, it, treat it like a job. You come in, you do your job. Can you deal with them for these three hours that we're here? They don't really have to deal with three hours unless they're on your team, but yeah, I mean, totally. it's, well, you come in, you do it, and you go. And it's even cool to think of those at home listening might be thinking, okay, the people who are, are on this team, it might be there's a guy's team, there's a girl's team. No such thing. No. The lines are completely blurred. Anybody who wants to play, anybody who wants to be involved. Any skill level. Any skill level can do that. So it's great to see how anybody can do this. And it, right. it, then it builds that camaraderie as well. It's not just this is just the guys do eSport. It's the guys. The captain of our League of Legends team, which is a freshman this year. Wow. Freshman. Uh, oh, was a freshman. Was a freshman this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even look at it. I don't even look at what grade level you are. I looked at I looked at just just everything else. And I'm like, you're my guy. And he's yeah. Like, he looked at me like, are you sure? I'm a, I'm a freshman. And I'm like, don't care. Don't. This team is new. <laughs> the alumni here are, oh, wait, there's no alumni. It's I'm just like, you. Yeah. And no, I, it's you. I know exactly who you're talking about. And. Everyone, so I tune into the, the Twitch streams and tune in. I'll pop up to the room every once. And really, it was like he would check in with me asking, hey, like, hey, we're going to be playing this. And I'll ask him, hey, how's practice? Oh, we're working on this. And like, I don't I don't know anything about I didn't know anything about League of Legends or really much about the sport. But he was lighting up and excited about it, oh, too. Yeah. No, it changed, changed a lot of dynamics. And then two of my top Overwatch players are girls. Yeah. And, uh. I got to share a great thing with them. The Madden Grand Champion this year is a 16-year-old girl. Yeah. Madden. <laughs> Do you know how many people that upset? It's just oh, like, yeah. Good. It's just like some guys were like, no, no way. And I'm like, here's her video. Oh. <laughs> it, it floored a lot of people. It was pretty great. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, looking at this, we look at even this is a new program, but even looking at esports around the nation, of course, we have alumni. Amon Green is the head coach for uh, UNL's esports team. Uh, you can go online and see his. He'll, he streams all the time. You go on Correct. Twitter you and Twitch, you can see all of his stuff. But you yourself are part of this community, too. You said you play four hours a night in these things. So how is that streaming that and having that connection to that community aided you in coaching this, this uh, thing? Knowing what to look for. Me gaming, uh, I listen a lot and I watch a lot of players. I watch a lot of professionals. I watch a lot of everybody else doing what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Because there's not only, you can watch, I watch the League of Legends Championships. Mm -hmm. Right now is the Valorant and Overwatch Championships that are going on. Yeah. And I'm trying to watch those. And but I'm not watching the players. I'm watching the coaches. I'm watching the coach comments. Yeah. I'm, I'm listening to them and how they're coaching their teams because I'm still learning learning how to be an esports coach. I mean, yeah. it's it's new. It's like totally. how much degree. experience do you have here in Nebraska? Oh wait, it's only been here, been around for a little while. Yeah. So it's I need to figure out 
what gets through to some students. Mm-hmm. Um, and even something we talked about yesterday was you're learning how to be a coach, but you're not just playing League of Legends. You're playing eight, nine, eight, twelve now. <laughs> My head hurts with you saying that. Uh, twelve different games, and like th- these aren't just like the same style of games. We're, we're talking Mario Kart. We're talking League of Legends. We're talking Fortnite. Each of these has their own style, their own thing. Like. Yeah. So you have to be built into this community to to know this because you have to somewhat know the games. I mean, Uh, I'm trying to separate it right now as first person shooter, strategy style racing. Gotcha. And then, so it's, I'm going to coach the uh, Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, and Splatoon are the three Nintendo based games that we'll be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I decided I wanted that off my plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, Coach Vasa, he decided to step up and say, I love those games. No, I will yeah. research. He started researching all that. He's like, I got my strategies. And he's like, I got this. And he's like, well, what are we going to do? And him and I sat down yesterday and we just hammered out a plan. I'm like, yeah. this is what I want you to learn. This is what you're going to do. And he's like, all right, I got this. It's so funny because Noah Vasa, those at home listening, Noah was played basketball at Peru State. Actually, he played under Eric Barons, our former head coach here. Mm-hmm. So you think of once again, it's a, another super athletic guy taking his skills to coach esports too. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> told basketball and baseball, I'm not coaching next year. Oh, really? Why? I'm going to be coaching esports. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's go. <laughs> so it's, but, but again, it's all the camaraderie and it's uh, trying to be a team. And one of the things we have to, we take everybody. It's like the first two, two, three days of practice. It's organic. It's like who's yeah. playing well with who, who has that chemistry. Mm-hmm. And that brings me into the next assistant coach that I have coming on. Um, you, uh, Miss Murray, Madeline Murray. She's actually a para. Uh, Miss Murray is a para for the ESL. She loves oh, getting kidding. people to talk. She, her specialty is getting a group of kids together that don't like to don't talk, like to talk to talk. Yeah. And it's like. like well, if I have these basement dwelling introverts, put her next to them. Yeah. And I'm like, break those shells. It's break the shells. And it's like, I'm asking her, it's like, she does tons of social media. And I'm like, guess what? You're going to be. Yeah. Uh huh. So it, That's so, awesome. So it's, I'm growing my own program. Co- yeah. Culture it's, program. it's, I'm trying to set the foundation. And I have gotten the support from everybody. And That's everybody's awesome. been but like, come up to me and said you're doing a great job nobody's telling you but you're doing a great job yeah -hmm. that's awesome those at home if you want to like follow along with this or learn more about this you can download an app called twitch twitch for those who don't know anything about the gaming world is a streaming platform totally free you can follow some of the best ones like the league of legends championships you can follow we have a central esports is it the central eagles yep so you can subscribe or follow the central eagles i have it on my phone it literally notifies me when you guys play um you can tune in we're working on making more of a kind of a streaming type thing but at least now you can watch and see yep. it and that's only gonna go up from there yeah um i i just purchased on my own i was telling you earlier that the streaming equipment that i will have for myself for to to get that up my own personal laptop i'll be using mm-hmm. um i am working on funds to get all new equipment yeah. um our pcs are running everything at about 60 frames per second 
well, I'm sorry. We want to get to 60 frames per second. We're currently playing games at 30 frames per second on our PCs, Mm -hmm. which is slow. If for those of you at home, if you don't know what frames per second is, it's how many frames on your screen go by a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Netflix is an average of 60 to 120. (laughs) Nice and fluid. And then think of that half rate. So like laggy feel. But yeah, totally. That's awesome. Well, let's look at you here in the building, because like you said, a lot of people have approached you already saying what a great job you've done. You've only been in the building. I mean, this is you just finished your first year here and you made a huge impact. How are you able to I mean, how are you able to have such a big impact? And and, I mean, I feel like anybody I talk to knows you. I mean, you brought your cat and candy machine in the esports things, the making designs for stuff. You've really like very quickly found a home here at Central. How'd you do that so quickly? Well, first of all, I told in the interview when I was with Kirksey, Dirks, and those were the two I remember in the interview. And I said, if you want a quiet teacher that is just going to blend in, yeah. I'm not it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I jump in with both feet and I will make waves. There will yeah. be one time where you will have to tell me you need to be quiet or you need to slow down. Yeah, They have said that. Because it's, I came in and I said, I want shirt presses. I want 3D printers. I want this. And they're like, why do you need that? I'm like, okay, if we're running an entrepreneurship class, what are we going to make? Yeah, totally. You're right. Why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing, why isn't DECA doing this? Why? So I went and, well, DECA's in my department. So I said, all right, how are we going to do this? What are we going to do? How are we going to do it? And they're like, oh, yeah. And everything's like, you have great ideas. How are we going to do it? And I'm like, well, it's going to be a process. We need to do, get this in place, this in place, this in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And things start fall, falling in order. Yeah. And it's been, it's been a fight. But I try to put my knowledge out there for everybody. And being an elective teacher, I get to reach across more students. The more students I reach, the more they talk about me with their teacher. Mm-hmm. I have no idea who told them this, but the step, who, who's the mm-hmm. step coach? Corral, Deb Corral. Yeah. Uh, Corral sent me an image and said, uh, you get this person out of this image, sent me a picture, <laughs> and I'm like, how'd they hear that I do Photoshop? Yeah. Students. <laughs> it's like, to work. there it is. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, the, the step poster that is out there with students, if you look closely there, I messed up in one spot, but there was one extra student. That's funny. That's crazy. Yeah. Talk yeah. about impact. So take us through then with what you said in your interview. What are some of your goals then as a, for this next upcoming year as an educator and a coach? Well, working with you um, was one of my goals Sweet. To, to get everything going because Check. drive TV. Well, I wanted our morning announcements. On the intercom, nobody's going to pay attention to those. But if they're live and on screen yeah. mm-hmm. and interesting and done by students, mm-hmm. that's going to cause an impact. Yeah, Visualization causes impact. Anything that with, the, with a bright picture is going to cause an impact. I want to have for an advanced honors-ish digital design class where it's run like a business. Like if you needed a logo or a picture for the beginning of this stream, you would Mm -hmm. walk in and you would say, this is what I want. I need four volunteers to start designing. It's in-house. In-house. Everything in-house. Yeah. And just 
okay, let's go. <laughs> and literally having it be a class, yeah. like like your grade is your pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And think of the, the wealth of knowledge that you'll walk out of here with. Yeah, and then you can literally, as your students have done already, can take those and you can go make money. You can go do an internship. You can go design things tomorrow with that. There's And we talk about this a lot. There's so much content. A school as school being central high any school they have a ton of content oh yeah and how do we atomize that content how do we take a podcast how do we take a football game how do we take a, a math bowl athletes go to state okay how do we take that and then go from there and there's so much of that to capture and use it's endless it is and we don't have the in-house in-house we could do it as fast or as slow as we need needed mm-hmm. yeah it's uh one of the Another teacher came up to me and said, hey, we need to do a sticker for the incoming freshman that says I was part of Jumpstart, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, let's design it. And I was like, what kind of, I said, I have my laptop right here. Let's go. And we sat together for a half hour. We designed it, had it done, sent it to her. She had it off to the printer within an hour. Yeah, that's a Matt Hamill special for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, it was one of those things like, if I had a student here, they would have had that extra knowledge of, yeah. instead of them telling me, move this here, tilt this here, change this. Yeah. This is all student-based. It's like, I talk a lot about SBEs, student-based enterprises in my classes, yeah. because it's like, we need to, need to have that. I don't want students selling things in the hallways. We need to actually have a student st- school store that yeah. has everything that has everything up and running. We're working on that very, very diligently, Mm -hmm. like between DECA program, me, we're in with TAC, working on something to change the way the school store looks and to get all new stuff. But it all comes down to who's making the stuff, who's doing the stuff. I want it to be students all around. That's great. That's a great end goal, and that's a great future outlook, and it just adds to the great education kids are getting here at Central. So in our closing question, this is an extremely open-ended one, but what is your message to the students, families, alumni, parents within the Central High community? Changes are coming for the good, for the good. Uh, <laughs> it's exciting. Everybody thinks that on the esports aspect, I should say, is just kids sitting around playing video games. Yeah. Come and actually watch what happens yeah. behind the scenes. We are doing a lot of great things. We're we're giving kids opportunities that are not anywhere else. I am proud to say, I don't know if we let you know this, but Central did have two students get esports scholarships. Yeah. Two of them. Uh, first year having the program. First year having the program, two scholarships, $12,000 each. I'm like, hey, that, that, that's a big time mm-hmm. there. That, that's a big, start. great news. It's a great start. And I was shocked. And me talking to one of the parents said, she said to me with tears in her eyes, this changed from going to Metro to going to Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah. So, so it was, it was a great, great day for me. But when I say changes coming, I mean, we're going to be changing things. We're going to have an impact during football, basketball, everything mm-hmm. like esports. We need money. It's like go out there with my hand, hand, yeah. hand out or anything else. 
but I'm we're gonna work for it. It's an average gaming computer can run anywhere from nine hundred to four thousand dollars. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna need thirty of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're gonna have to make our presence known. We're gonna we're going to be everywhere. Um, I have already talked to. We're gonna be at the concession stand for a couple of football games. It's we're gonna be selling things. We're gonna be doing things. We're gonna be designing things. We're yeah. Be have everything. It's like, oh. Look who brought the cotton candy machine to the football game. It's it's going to be some fun stuff. Awesome. But we're going to make an impact. It, we're going to change some things. It's, we're going to make Central a better pl- place by my design class. I want everything in the hallways to be digitally designed in-house. No more of the just, it's a Word document, put a picture. Text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want any more of that. It's like, you're your student organization wants a picture they come to us it's like so when an alumni walks through the hallways it's not cluttered with handmade things it's like we see some very nice artistic yeah we see things that are done by central students for central everywhere i want the i want to change the school spirit and have people be proud of their school yeah i started that this year with our uh well, our sticker fundraiser. Mm-hmm. We started that, and the top seller was the Central Seas and the Eagle Hands yeah. stickers. And people just slap them on the back of their computers, their iPad cases, and whatever. They're vinyl stickers, so they peeled right off without any of that messy stuff. Yeah. So it started a little bit like, oh, gee, that's kind of nice. Then the baseball team says, hey, can we get a few of those for our helmets? And I'm like, yep even let's better go, let's go ahead and do that yeah and then another school coach that teaches here but coaches for another school hey could you do that for mine with our logo and i'm like <laughs> no because you're out of the school <laughs> <laughs> for the right price yes for for 30 gaming computers <laughs> you can have that for the low low price <laughs> yeah no but we i've done a lot and i just want after COVID, school morale is low. Yeah. I want it back up. And the best way to do that is let's give them something to cheer about. Mm-hmm. Totally. That's a great message. It's a long one, but it's a great message yeah. to uh, how things are going to change. And I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to be along for the ride. So, well, thanks so much uh, sitting down for me after a long day of summer school and sharing your, your wisdom and your experiences so far. And we look forward uh, to following you on Twitch and following the things awesome. you'll do. All right, guys, until next time.